This is something like that with Nav, not on the frequency, not on the satellite, online all the way in all your streaming platforms. My name is Nav. How you doing? How you feeling? Welcome to another episode of... Uh, what's, this what's this show called again? Something like that. That's right. That's right. I just said it and I forgot, completely forgot about it. That's because I'm kind of... Uh, I'll just be very honest with you. This particular episode, I am going to be blushing. I'm going to be shy. Uh, because I'm just trying to recollect the last conversation I had with these three amazing ladies, uh, which was pretty much two years ago. We were giggling, giggling and laughing all the way. And I knew I was blushing to a certain accent, but uh, due to the complexion of my skin, you couldn't see that. Hopefully that doesn't happen again in this particular show because they are out with a brand new single. We're going to talk about that. It's none other than Digasol. We have Sashi, we have Alicia, we have Kelly. They are Yay! back again. Nice. This is how I like the podcast to be, as loud as possible. I just wish I had a studio for this. Uh, how have you been? It's been two years. Can you believe it? Two years since we last spoke. Is it? Is it two years? Yes. yes two years. Yes. Our last single was out in 2020. That was when we had our last interview. <sighs> that is such a long time. It felt like it was just like a couple of months back or maybe late That's last the year. Thing. Yeah. When it's I checked like when our, our Spotify, I was like, wait, how? How has it been two years? Exactly. It's just like time's flying so fast. When you, and when, you, when I was chatting with Sashi yesterday, I said, yes, after two years, we're back again. It's like, what? Two years already? That explains all the white hair for me. But anyway. We <laughs> <laughs> also had some. <laughs> yeah, you, you ladies are still young. You're way long time for that, man. Another one or two decades to go. But anyway, so what have you girls have been up to for the past uh, two years? I mean... Of course, music, everybody was kind of locked here and there. I know you guys did a couple of shows here and there. Uh, Kelly, you were busy doing some online stuff here. You did some online performances. And Sashi, you still have your show. And uh, Alicia, I know you're teaching. But apart from that, what else were you guys doing for two years? <gasps> Surviving. <laughs> Surviving. Yes, that's the word. <laughs> Trying to keep us let's, yeah. let's, let's Let's find out. Because two years is a very long time. And there's, as I'm pretty sure there's something... Interesting that were taken place during this time. So, so what actually, was it? We actually did uh, finish some songs as well in between those years. But mm -hmm. right now, that's why like we're trying to pick up the pace from that pandemic because a lot of our like music video production and everything got delayed. And you know, with all of that, our marketing also got delayed. So that's why now it's like, this is like, okay, a good fresh start with you. Mm. Okay. So what, wait, this is the year. How many songs have you written within this uh, past two years? Oh, wow. Uh, 20, 30, 40? No, 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 no. No, but at the same time, we were all also busy with our own things. Like me with mm. content, uh, Kelly with her streaming, and Alessa with her teaching as well. So I think especially during the pandemic, when we weren't able to perform, you okay. know, because that's also a, a, a way of, us getting income we mm -hmm. had to prioritize wherever we can by staying afloat as well on our own okay yeah. so as a group yeah. we were just trying to uh come together and write songs so at least that was like our creative outlet and now that things are picking up again we're like okay and now you know there's also so many new venues <laughs> Yes. Yeah, we're like okay, okay, girls. Uh, who do you want me to pitch to? Like, okay, okay, okay. Kelly's performing here. Okay, Kelly, you let us know how's this venue like and stuff. Like that. We're like, wow, it's so exciting. That's a lot, especially yeah. it's like once the whole thing opened up. I just realized that there's almost a, a show almost every day, oh, every yeah. weekend there yes. is a show, and I'm going broke. 
trying to figure out how am I to buy all the tickets. <laughs> it's like it's like okay, I got to check out the show. I got to check out that show. Then you calculate your budget. It's like oh man, I need another job just for this man. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. It, it actually, it well, I guess it's actually a good thing that venues are yeah. starting to touch slightly higher. It means that yeah. you know we're starting to value live performance more. But of course, it's not that great for our own wallet, like, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I could yeah. imagine. But at, at least the good thing is you're just getting back in the groove. I'm yes, I'm pretty sure yeah. two years, you guys were also like, you need some warm-up sessions, you know? Like yeah. how they play in footballs and all. They got to have this, you bully the small ones first, you just warm-up games and stuff. So, I mean, as performers, you guys have to have that also, right? So, like, at all least right. for Kelly and Alessia, like, Kelly was singing on stream and Alessia was also teaching, like, with singing and dancing and yeah. everything. I stopped singing at that time. <laughs> Because I was, I was doing purely content. So I remember when we had our first show coming back after the lockdown, I was so nervous. And I thought, guys, I feel like a grandma, man. I need to like warm up <laughs> 10 times more, <laughs> get back into the group, remember how to do this. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been tough, isn't it? It's like getting yeah. a, how, how, how long was the show for? How long was the show? Standard, for? Like, you know, it? like standard, yeah. Half an hour, 45 minutes. Two I can't hours. even remember what show this was. I know it because was, I saw your social media. There was something about you guys, your girls performing after a long time. It's like, okay, I missed it. I couldn't really check it out. So I was like, okay, how was it like for these girls? Two years break and then coming up back in action, dance routines, vocals. Has that changed for you all? I think well, mainly like, we, we were very lucky. We had like kind of a um, warm up sessions. Like we have some corporate shows uh, that were not okay. so demanding. Then leading up mm. to like the big one, which was Bobo KL, which we had uh, mm. in April. So that was pretty much like the, the big comeback. And I think we, we prepared ourselves enough. Uh, we also like, oh, girls, we better rehearse a bit more <laughs> for this. Yeah. And make sure every yeah. song is like, uh, you know, uh, properly teased out before we actually go on stage. So I think the preparation helped us to be, you know, better prepared for the performance. Not to say in yeah. the past we don't rehearse that, you know, we do. Yeah, <laughs> you do hear the kind of stuff. But I was just curious yeah. a bit, I was just uh, thinking about our girl groups, I mean, or rather your groups as yourselves, uh, in mm. uh, compared with their individual artists or band itself. How does it work for you all in terms of uh, scheduling or getting, getting together and practicing? How does that work? Because I know bandmates is like, okay, let's get a studio, let's go jam for a session. And some people can play the instruments at home and then they send the audio tracks. But for a group as yourselves, how does that work for you all? What's your routine like? Uh, I think it really Sachi helps. can that... talk about our scheduling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really helps that all three of us are very organized people. And okay. we love planning everything ahead. Hmm. So ah. our system is that the two of them will pass me their schedule for the month. And I mm -hmm. will try to slot in whenever, okay, whenever we need rehearsal for this show or whenever we have to shoot for this campaign, or whenever we, like, you know, have to do just content for our social media. So that's how we, like, mix and match. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Because I was just puzzled, like, how does a group work out? I mean, you, you have your dance choreography and all those things going on. It's like, I actually kind of picked up from your previous single. I was watching all your TikTok videos that, no, 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 that, yeah. <laughs> 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 I almost did a TikTok again. video. Do again. No, 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 never again. I was, I almost did it. I recorded one and I deleted it on the spot. It's like, have do not. People have suffered enough during the pandemic. They don't need you doing this. Okay, but it was a fun thing, Andrew. 
The good news is you are out with a brand new single. Does that come with a dance? Oh. Yes. Does it? Yes. You must do it this time. Okay, I'll yeah. try. I'll try. <laughs> let's let's talk about this brand new single of yours. You. It is okay. I must admit it. It's an amazing track. Of I was talking to Alicia. I said the production of this particular track is also amazing. The sound quality and whoever mixed and mastered it, it did a fantastic job. So please. Please let us know about this single, You. What was it all about? Who wrote it? Who played the music in it? And uh, what is it? Where, is it where, where are you girls going to take it to? Alistair can talk about Alistair? this. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, the inspiration for this song actually came from my students. Oh. And I wrote this during CMCO when school, school had gone back for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was having class and my kids were so different. You know, a lot of them had anxiety. A lot of them were, were more shy than they already were. They were going through a lot of emotions that they could oh. not express. And Ouch. the age group that I teach is um, 13 to 17. So it's where they go through puberty and the emotions are <laughs> unstable at that time. And I remember... Um, a lot of them couldn't talk about what they were feeling. So the song was actually inspired by them. Oh, okay. About acknowledging that you are never alone or being able ah. to share your feelings or your problems with somebody or just saying it out loud um, and knowing that somebody else might be in the same boat as you. Okay. okay and whether okay. it be talking to your peers or your teachers or your parents, whatever it may be, but just saying it out loud is the first step to healing that's a pretty deep song because they're big judging on the uh, popish music that came in with the track i did not expect this oh this is deep i thought he was like okay i'm back again it's all about you let's party on you know that kind of thing going on i didn't pay uh, close attention to the lyrics because i wanted to find out more about that and uh, who was involved in this in the making of this particular track especially the music the idea the concept what made you you have a deep lyric, okay, something uh, like what you just mentioned about kids, you know, the feeling, emotions and stuff. But what made you decide to make it sound a little upbeat? So it's funny. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned about how like you would not expect that message or meaning that, that yeah. was written on the song because the initial demo that Alicia sent us is very, very mm -hmm. different. It's a much okay. more stripped down ballad version. Do you have it, Alicia? I would expect that. Like, I would know, expect that. I don't even know where it is. Um, <laughs> then after that, I brought this song and I pitched it to our producer. And then he rearranged it because he was like, okay, like he was really into Dua Lipa at the time. So he rearranged uh, it. And then when I heard the demo, I was like, oh, hmm, this is really nice. Because one thing that we like to do with Tigaso is that, you know, we like our vocal arrangement and everything, but we also like to show a song, uh, one that is a more refined pop version. And then mm -hmm. after, we have an a cappella version and an acoustic version. And, and the thing what we find beautiful about that is that the essence of the song is that, but meaning-wise and how it touches the, the, the listener is very different. Okay, like we want okay. like the original version of you, you know, make you want to dance, make you want to party, mm. empower you, make you feel good. good. You want to have the then catchy we, feel. Yeah. yeah. And then with the uh, like acoustic version, it's like more macham. It's still empowering, but it's more sentimental. Yeah, I heard it with your previous single. Yeah. That's what happened last night. I was just mm. going through your entire playlist all over again on Spotify. It's like, 
Yes, yes. If then you find that extra one more listen about 10 times, that was me. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. Playing it over and over and over again. So it's like, okay, the first the first time I was listening to your previous single, then it came into the air, acapella version of it, acoustic. I was like, hey, this is another tricker. Then when you read the title, it's like, hey, it's the same song, but sung in a different mm-hmm. version, which, which sounded completely different from one another. So I was expecting that same thing to happen with this particular track. Anything... Anything's going to be happening for that acoustic uh, version? You're right. You're, you're yeah, accurate. Yeah, you <laughs> nailed it. Very accurate. Nailed it. Nice. You can see a theme going on. Uh, and uh, I and think there is also, be, before we, we go to like finalizing the song, there is also another process that is new completely to us. Because three of us uh, have written songs together, like collectively sitting together. But this is the first song that we actually wrote over... Um, High technology. We wrote over Google Meet. Yeah, oh. <laughs> High tech stuff, la. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was also interesting because uh, that time was definitely. I think when when Alicia says CMCO, then after that it went into a, a lockdown. stricter Another lockdown, lockdown again. Lockdown. Yeah. yeah. So then that's why we decided. I, I lost um, track with that season, man. Yeah, Too many acronyms. Two point oh, three point oh, four point oh. Yeah. So so MC. anyways, we were not allowed to go out again, basically. So we decided three of us will just like we will just meet online and we try we try to write something we try to finish that song and mm. and we were surprised because it actually uh, was a very fast process we finished it yeah. in one session. Oh, cool, cool! Mm. Because uh, I was talking like I was saying earlier, one of the things that uh, I admire about this particular track is the production of it, the song itself. Uh, when you're listening to your headphones, uh, with in comparison with your previous track. This mm. time, I could hear your vocals individually clearer, uh, clearer, Ooh. which means I could differentiate each each others. Like I know this is Sashi's uh, spot, and this is Kelly's spot. This is Alicia's spot. It wow. it was created in such a way which mm. I admire it very much because sometimes when you listen to girl, uh, groups when they 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 come up with a track or whatever, everybody has that same sound, so you mm. can't really differentiate who's who. You know, uh, unless there's certain bands, unless Destiny's Child, you know, Beyonce will take it to another level or whatever. But uh, then again, you have that, that, that same level of sound. But for this one, uh, who, uh, the person who produced, uh, or rather the uh, guy who mixed and mastered this track, knew how to separate the vocals right, where it gives, gave that individual compliment to each of you. So, which I kind of love, love it very, very much. I was listening to it over and over again, like playing games. Uh, let's get it right. Let's get it right. Let's see who's this. Let's let's do the guessing game. Whose vocal was this or not? Especially when it comes to Spotify, because Spotify is pretty well mm. known to compress your sound. Yeah, you know whatever you have. You when you listen to Spotify, Spotify is all compressed. But this one, surprisingly, it's it's different. I heard every beat, every uh, every vocal. It was amazing. So kudos to uh, the producer and Yo! kudos to all three of you for hey. all this amazing track. Yeah. I definitely want to take that, this uh, moment to just give credits to joe because he really really took in the quality of our vocals and the sound mm. of the track very very seriously because actually this was our second time recording the song uh at that time also after the first vocals were finished uh when he got the tracks also he was like you know what i'm really not happy with it he's like your voices are not coming out blah, blah, blah. but for us we were like we were so desperate for yeah. it to come out <laughs> after the pandemic we were like no no we need to come back now we need to come back now but then he oh, was like man. no trust me we can do it better we can do it better so i was like oh fine but because, <laughs> like thanks to that you know thanks to his dedication in making it the best that he can it's now this track never mess with the chef when he's cooking yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, well 
he cooked up a pretty good track, but he cooked up a very good track. And especially this particular track, I kind of love it. The whole works for you guys, whatever is written. And uh, listening to the explanation by Alicia about what the song means, it is kind of nice. Now I got to listen to it again. And uh, hopefully, is the lyrics included in the Spotify version of it? Yeah, so that is being uh, uploaded, I think, by tomorrow. Okay, now we got to read the whole thing. Because I'm a guy who <laughs> loves, I'm a sucker for lyrics. I just love a song, a good song with great lyrics. And uh, uh, based on how you describe the whole song, I got to read it, man. I got to read it over and over again. But what's the plans with this? I mean, you, I, I know you, uh, Tiga Soul has have this, uh, I don't know, discipline or rather the concept of like when i release a track i'm going to go on a tour media tour and so on but i'm pretty sure now the good news is everything's opened up shows are coming along so are you guys planning to do a little tour to just hey we're back kind of thing mm, well not a tour per se but we do have a music video coming out and then after okay. that we we're having another public show huh? which is going to be at bobo next month nice yeah, yeah. Bobo. wait where is this Bobo? I haven't been there before. I see a lot of great acts performing there. Where is this Bobo thing? It's in Bangsa. Bangsa. Is it Bangsa? It's Bangsa. Bangsa. Where? Where in Bangsa? Jalan Bangkong. Bangkong. That's. Yeah. So okay. you know Jared Rawlings uh, uh, Kava. There are a few very very nice restaurants. Uh, Bobo is actually okay. upstairs, so it's not immediately obvious, but it's uh it's in between. You know, some of the really great restaurants. Search for the fancy schmancy door. Okay, <laughs> okay, I gotta check it out. I thought Bobo was somewhere far away, so I didn't quite go to Bobo. I thought it was somewhere in the Santol or wherever, far Damansara oh. or something like that. Ah, yeah, I feel bangsa. like an idiot right now. No, it's just Bangsa, man. My hang, hang out. Bangsa, yeah, twenty-five minutes from my place. Excellent music video. Let's talk about the music video. What is it all about? Come on, I give me give me the sneak peek of uh, your music video. Kelly went missing again. Kelly went missing. Kelly, sorry, I don't want to talk about see, music video. See, now, now, now you know why I don't want to dance. You see, I did a bit of that move and Kelly disappeared. Scared her away. Ah, uh, you see, oh you see, you see. God. Me and dancing will be back. She'll be back. Yeah, let's have it. She's crying over there after seeing me dance. But <laughs> <laughs> So give me give me, give me a sneak peek of the this particular music video that's coming up soon. When okay. when are we when can we expect this? Okay, for the date, it's still hush hush. But for the message of the song, it will represent what we individually. Uh, what's the word for it, Alicia? It's like when I asked the girls also, I said, "What message do you guys get from the song?" Because own, you know, yeah, like Alicia, our own perception. yeah, our own perception. Like even when Alicia gave us the chorus. When we mm -hmm. sat down to write the, the, the rest of the body for the song, we input what was going on in our lives at that time. Like for me, okay. I felt very stuck and mentally also I was very low because I really didn't know what was going to happen. Right? Everything was uncertain and everything. So I wanted to feel empowered. So that's why like with this song, it's like a reminder for myself that, okay, this is an empowering song. Like I want to like motivate myself again, you know, like get up, get out, do like get things done. So that's the message from me. Like for Alessia, it's different. Okay. You can share yours, Alessia. <laughs> yes, Not bad. If you haven't noticed yet, I'm the one that doesn't like talking. You sure? You sure about that? Anytime now, babe. Anytime now. You are the living talking. Yeah. Um. Uh. No, but for me, it it is like how I I. 
expressed it just now. Mm-hmm. Always about making sure that other people have a safe space to express themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope the song brings them that, you know, the, to show that um, even us, uh, us as artists and individuals, we also go through the same things that normal people go through because we're normal people, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Everything that my kids go through, I go through too. Yeah, like her main message you know, you know, also was about... Sorry for interrupting here, but I just can't digest the fact that when you use the word kids and children and you talk about 13 to 17 years old and you're just about, what, five years, two, three years away from that age? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm 28. <laughs> Further away. Not so far, la, still nearby. La. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of so like yeah, the... about, ele- about 11 years older than Okay, I'm not too bad. La. Now I feel ancient again. But anyway, sorry, Karen, <laughs> <laughs> explaining... <laughs> Sorry, you're uh, saying. Uh, sorry for interrupting yeah, so, earlier. So, so that's basically it. Like, I want people to feel like they can talk to somebody. Yeah, and, and also you mentioned like it's about discovering yourself, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, that was knowing, like the main thing. Like knowing, in order to heal yourself, mm-hmm. you need to know yourself, and mm-hmm. you need to acknowledge whatever is happening. Mm-hmm. So that is a very important, especially through the pandemic. A lot of, a lot of things have changed for a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people have um, have gone through this phase of who am I? What Very am true. I actually doing with my life? Is the job mm-hmm. that I'm doing even worth me spending the time? Mm-hmm. Even though I'm earning this amount of money, am I happy? Am I really yes. happy? Because if two years are taken away from me, again, am I satisfied with what I've done? It's mm-hmm. a very deep question that people have asked themselves. Many people have asked themselves. So. Um, Talking about it is is a wonderful thing. Discovering who you are through the process of it is very important. It's very valuable to your growth. That's how I feel about it. I just like how Alicia's expression and all. It just felt like I was in, just having a conversation with befrienders for a moment ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're, you're in therapy. <laughs> Welcome to no, TS therapy. You know, you know, you make the best person to chat with. This like the the whole expression, the way, the tone, and you said you don't talk much. It's like, I could sit down and just listen to you all the way. It's like, okay, yeah, this is the kind of girl I want to talk with you with my problems, my whole yeah. issues and all. You're it's because I listen a lot. I listen uh-huh. a lot. Nice, nice. Mm. Kelly, do you, do you feel the same for the song, your interpretation of this particular track in uh, link, uh, linking it to the music video? Yeah, I think uh, in particularly the three of us, we sometimes somehow go through similar emotions together. And this song came quite timely like, when we wrote it. Um, all of us have our own struggles. All of us have our own mental health, you know, um, issues, uh, be it anxiety, depression, you know, um, whatever it was. And um, I, I think the message of this song, even though the words are simple, uh, I really hope that people will listen to it and then they will find that... Uh, the main message is you are not alone. Not it's not MJ, but like you're you're not alone in your own sufferings. And also, like this is very dear to my heart because as a um, trained mental health professional in the past, in the past, previously trained in mental health, um, this is a very, uh, very close to my heart topic that I really want to bring awareness to to people. Speaking of which, uh, since you uh, ladies have uh, taken the initiative to work. Uh, talk about this or rather focus on this this aspect of the topic 
do you think that people actually talk these days or do they do, do they hold back because uh they might be judged because everything's being judged these days on social media whatever mm. you say whatever you do so do you think that's one of the factors why people don't speak up see i feel like during the lockdown mm-hmm. it was an it, it was a very talked about topic but i feel that now that we're back into mm. this life it feels as if like it's back to being a topic of taboo like a taboo topic sorry okay yeah that's my personal opinion on this but i don't know about you girls uh i feel like it can go both ways mm. i feel like um especially with teenagers and i will say that because you know they will say that like, i have depression mm. but they don't like mm. they use the word very Assume. lightly yeah, yeah. Right, they use the right, word very right. lightly without understanding what it actually means or i have anxiety yeah. when in actual fact is just excitement or nervous, worry nervous. you know it, mm. these emotions they they use it very very loosely these mm. medical terms that are very serious they use yeah. very loosely and then i also have people who don't want to say it a lot especially men mm-hmm. and i'm going to be very honest not all men some men i'm a man i don't feel these kind of emotions mm. they, and they oh. don't talk about it and the oh. and the, the beauty oh, oh, oh. of no, don't feel like, <laughs> hope you don't feel that way don't feel that way um, <laughs> no <laughs> what i mean by that is it also comes from culture okay. it comes from cult- cultural bias where we are taught especially in asian culture boys shouldn't cry yeah boys are men up, get up, strong. Yeah. Boys men up yeah. and up and i feel like this needs this is all toxic masculinity and don't get me wrong mm. there are females like this as well but it's more mm. prevalent in in men men it's more prevalent we are so- <laughs> No, but seriously, I'm not. I'm not all jokes aside, I've been a person who's who's been through that phase of my in my mm. life before, and the only problem I face is uh, having a conversation with people. It's mm. like it's it's difficult to talk to people, especially when in my line of work, everything is about communication, all talk, yeah. talk, talk. So when I talk to people, people get scared talking to me for some particular <laughs> reason. Right, so it right. is it is it is kind of difficult. Also, at the same time, there's a lot of times that I've noticed that people. tend to say that oh if you have anything you talk to me you talk to me you talk to me mm-hmm. just speak out speak out but the problem is when you do they do not know how to react to this kind of yes. situation so, which is dangerous so with yeah. that very i want dangerous. to add as much as expressing is very important accepting and listening is also just as important yeah. and i think people need to remember that no matter what people say or what uh, how people express it uh, in whatever circumstance or situation that they're going through everything needs to be accepted with an open heart if you speak from a place of love you need to receive from a place of love mm-hmm. it Very cannot true. it cannot um it has to be the same just because somebody says speak to me if you don't feel safe and you don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. you're not going to speak to that person oh, and that's yeah. just the truth yeah. and whoever you do speak to sometimes it's a complete stranger and you know that i may never see this person again but let me just lay out my emotions lay out my cards and that's it it's it's out in the open now and i don't have to hold it too too long i can let it go now sometimes but, it's just as simple as that 
But, uh, okay, I got a question for Kelly. I know this whole thing yeah. turned out from one thing to another right now, but I just yeah. have to ask this question. Since you guys are, are created a song pretty much about it, uh, like Kelly, mm. you you are someone who's professionally uh, trained in this mental health care and so on. But you see, like I was going back to the conversation of talking to people and the response people have towards you. You see, if the person doesn't know how to respond right, wouldn't that be considered dangerous? Because you see, everybody cannot be harmful, yes. Yes, because a lot of people yeah. say, talk to me, talk to me, you know, let it out, let it out. You have to speak to somebody. But if the person doesn't know how to respond right, whatever uh, response they're giving could backfire and make things worse. Because not everybody's professionally uh, trained in this kind of stuff on handling uh, psychological yeah. matters, especially when someone is going through a depression or through anxieties and stuff like that. There's a lot of things involved in the conversation. So what, what do we have to say about people who think that, hey, let's talk, let's go ahead. You know, is well, it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I, I have perfectly good examples. Like I have too, too often people around me, maybe they have some issues, um, but when they voice out to their spouses, for example, they just brush it off. It's like, I, yeah, you just feel like that because blah, 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 blah. Uh, you'll be better. Don't, don't think it's like anything serious. It happens, especially in, within our society um, and maybe within, within a friend group even. Uh, we may not have the same knowledge, same range of knowledge um, about mental health. And yes, like you say, sometimes it can backfire and sometimes it can be dangerous if you open your mouth to the wrong person per se. Mm -hmm. Like it might make you feel worse because that yeah. person may, may give you, uh, there's another term called toxic positivity, uh, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just be positive, everything will be fine. Yeah. You shouldn't be feeling like that. You know, people are going, people's life worse than you, you know, this this kind of, this kind of examples, it can be damaging. So I, I think it, it, we got to find a balance. Uh, one thing is uh, mental health awareness is definitely important. We can always try to educate ourselves and um, identify what we are going through. But of course, that's not easy. And that is why I feel like um, in, in our country, of course, it's still the resources is still not open and enough. They are, they are. And in fact, I, I, I don't, uh, don't know if you girls are, uh, Happy to share it. We, we've all been to therapy, and we're all going for therapy. Yeah. Yeah. therapy. I gotta check that out. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we we all have gone to different types of therapy, and we always find that useful. So my 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 motto is always just go to therapy. I mean, as ah. a joke, you know, as a joke, just like therapy is good for anyone. Like yeah. if yeah. you you may not actually have real uh, depression or anxiety. Like just now, the Alicia's point was so good. Some, some people, they just throw around, yeah, I just feel depressed. Lah. But in fact, they're just adjusting to whatever that's happening. Or I mm. saw anxious, lah, but they're just like, you know, maybe just, just uh, anticipating something to happen. It's, it might not be anxiety. So mm. uh, the, the fact that our country, uh, I, I, I'm afraid that this is going to a very heavy, uh, heavy territory. So I'll no, it's okay. Oh, but up. <laughs> I pull back nice. a bit. But I, I feel like uh, the resources should be made known to everybody. So mm. even if you're just going through problem maybe not uh not too blonde whatever yet you should be able to feel like you have a safe space you can talk to someone inexpensively okay because therapy is that, yeah that's very I just important add, therapy yes, is just it, therapy is not just for um problems hmm. it's also for successes yes okay it's very important that people also have somebody to share their achievements with okay yeah it's also is if 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 I could be wrong with this, it's also a nice opportunity for you to evaluate yourself. 
whether if there is yeah. a problem, identifying the problem is the most important thing of all. So, and also like identifying the success that you have. So therapy is a very good thing because a lot of people have this mindset or mentality that uh, when you go for therapy, something not right with you, Radila. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing, they have that, those thoughts. Yeah. And I have to thank you ladies, why I'm having this particular conversation with you is because uh, through the tough times is uh, musicians or artists play a very important role and you have done an amazing job considering that and coming up with this particular single entitled You. As much as it sounds like it's a it's an upbeat, you know, popish kind of track, but mm -hmm. at the very same time, it has a very deep meaning and uh, it's important mm -hmm. for artists to consider this very, very much. It's just not about entertaining, it's about connecting with the people out there and ladies, you have done a fantastic job with that. I oh, thank, thank you, you for you. that, man. Uh, thank you very, very much. And uh, speaking of which, uh, since uh, talking about minds and setting yourselves up and all, how did you girls, what was your motivation after the two years of sitting at home, you know, and continuing back with Diga Soul, the two years gap? Because most men, if you have two years gap, uh, they could just might say like, hey, let's call it off, man. No point. Two years has been going on. Nothing's been happening. Let's move on with their life. So what was the motivation for Diga Soul to make a comeback or rather to continue pursuing the music journey itself? I think one thing that um, we take pride in, especially as an independent girl group, is that we will keep going no matter what adversity you throw at us. <laughs> already, that, that we're an independent local yep. girl group is already such a struggle. Yeah, But then coming out after a two-year pandemic, and then also so feeling like, you know, I don't know about them, but for me also, I felt like, oh my God, are we like too old for this? Irrelevant, you know, staying relevant yeah, is relevant. always you know, there, yeah. I would but appreciate I it very much if the word old doesn't come out in this particular <laughs> podcast, because I am feeling like everything is turning gray and, you know, it's like going really no, old. You're getting right wiser. Now. You're getting yeah. wiser. See, the things but we say to console ourselves. <laughs> for like women, especially in the pop, entertainment industry it is a pressure you know age pressure mm. is a thing because as much as people oh, say yeah. Yeah, talent matters but the visual also it matters you know to look the, the type of way. Matters. yeah yeah so but then i was like no i don't want to conform into that societal pressure like i just want to keep going and just keep pushing down doors and see where we go that's nice that's very yeah. nice and is, do you all feel the same alicia and kelly and, and the reason why we are together is because of music. Ah, yeah. okay. If it wasn't like there's so many other things. The fact that we are three individual women who have real lives, who love all types of music, that really love each other and we support each other through everything that we go through. Mm. It's our drive. Like as much as it is music, it's also each other. Yeah, you know cool. why not there's nothing to lose if you don't try you never know this two years yeah. has definitely changed alicia a lot man yeah. I, you just yeah. go back do the rewind of the previous podcast and this one yeah. i kind of yeah. like the, i kind of like this version of alicia it's like i'm getting ah, older yeah. i'm getting older wiser. <laughs> wiser. Wiser. <laughs> yeah no she's definitely walking the talk of discovering yourself yes she yeah, definitely nice. went through that growth like oh, me, me and kelly definitely see it and we're nice. so proud. We're Yay! Proud. I kind of <laughs> like it. See, so many great things happen to people in two years. For me, past two years, all I did was learn how to cook. Hey, that's, that's good. great. <laughs> you know, that's the best. 
That's the best. Let's experiment you... a new dish. Yeah, dish there. Has your wife said anything about your cooking? My wife gave up cooking. Now I'm spending more time in the kitchen than she does. That is an achievement, okay? Because I hate so cooking. So when are you so cooking? I, I admire that. Can, can, can. Anytime. It's like, I hope you survive after that. But truthfully, <laughs> this this is the thing for all men who's listening out there. If you know how to cook, keep, cook, keep it to yourself. Don't share it. Dangerous. <laughs> Trust me, don't do that because your wife will never step into the kitchen again. Oh, it's like maybe one Sunday out of the room. <laughs> it happens. But I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. What's wrong with it? Cooking for my wife. You know, it's a nice thing. That's sweet. And, anyway, so before we wrap things up, just a quick question. I know it's a cliche, but what's the plans for Tiger Soul in the next uh, uh, six months or maybe a year from now since you all are back in action again? So what's where do you see yourself the next six months to one year? Don't go so far. Don't need no, no, five years, yeah, ten years old. The, the next six year. months, one year now. Yeah, rest of this year. What's your plans for that now? Like, to be very honest, every time you get asked that question, uh, I feel very scared. Because <laughs> I don't want to jinx any <laughs> the jinx it. But, yeah, but ultimately, of course, you want to keep writing. You want to keep putting out music. And like even for Alyssa and Kelly, I feel very excited because they're writing a lot more now. And all the okay. ideas, you know, like, it's just a very fun creative space for us right now and of course we hope for the best but ultimately you know if we're happy with the music like it will that energy will transform to our music to the listeners yeah cool cool and also the quick uh quick question before i wrap things up sorry uh another thing is like for your performance as a girl group when you do shows where you guys like you know when certain venues you go to are you following the concept of what's happening in the indie scene right now which is like I got to find the crowd. I got to bring the crowd in and then sell tickets. Or are you focused on, hey, this is Tiga Soul. You pay us, you get us, you know, for the venue. Uh, which one is it for you guys? Are you doing both or is this you're focusing on one thing only? Kind of a mixture, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I get what you're trying to say. And this can potentially be a very, very long discussion again yeah. <laughs> about what's going on in the scene. <laughs> You know where I'm getting, right? You know where I'm getting yeah, at, right? I, 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 I guess it's, it's good to strike the balance. And of, like, of course, as artists, we want to be paid. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we we yeah. want to be paid. But we also want to uh, be... Uh, want everyone around us to feel the music and to enjoy what we do. So basically, I am keeping it as vague as we are. <laughs> <laughs> now, the reason why I'm asking you this is because... Uh, I've asked this question almost to almost everybody I've chatted with. Is this that these days, since the opening of uh, the lockdowns and so on, venues started, uh, I'm not complaining, I'm not complaining, but venues started doing this thing that uh, you got to sell tickets in order for you to perform. You organize your gigs, you bring your, uh, your crowd, your audiences to my place down here. And that's been going on a lot, which is okay, yeah. like 50-50, good thing and a bad thing. Mm. Uh, on the bad side is that is it going to be a fixed trend in the near future? Instead of venues just calling, inviting artists to come and perform by paying them, but now they're getting artists to come on board and selling your own tickets in order for you to perform on that stage. You know, that's been happening a lot. I've seen a lot of gigs going on, so which is a bad thing because before the lockdown, everybody paid. I want Tiga Soul to come and perform my site. Okay, what's your mm. price? You come and do a show. This yeah. is your fee. I don't have to worry yeah. about how many part, uh, what's the patrons like, who's coming in, who's not. You know, but now it seems to be like, hey, you want to bring in you want to perform my stage, you bring in the crowd. So that kind of yeah. thing seems to be happening a lot lately. So what's your take on like, that? I feel like it has to be uh, like a 50-50. If you got to just sell based on ticket sale only, 
the venue will have to have the responsibility to also properly do their marketing. So so that it's beneficial yeah. to both sides. That um, market and also price, to be honest. Because yes. certain ticket prices, even for me, I'm like, wow, that's really expensive. Like I wouldn't want to pressure like even for let's say like for her students to come to pay yeah. that. My money, kids you know? can't afford yeah. to come. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. I could imagine that because even even in terms of marketing, I've noticed the band of the artists, uh, they're putting up a lot of work in terms of promoting the, that particular show for that day. And when you look back at the social media of the year, venues, they just like one post, that's it, I'm done. Yeah. You know, the rest <laughs> you take care of it. That's you what know? I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah so yeah. It, which is a bad thing. It's like, is it good for the artist or is it a bad thing for the artist? And, and also, the other thing is, you know, there's only this amount of audience. You, if you're doing, for example, like three, four shows in a week, you have to, you have to expect your audience will dilute. So, yes. so it's, it's yeah. really a balance. Um, and I think my take anyways, because I, I, I'm singing a lot more, like I'm pretty much singing five nights a week at yeah. different places. So I really, really feel it. Like I, some of my, my fans will come this night and then they can't come She's the rich. next night. No, <laughs> <laughs> you cannot expect them to be all five shows, you know? So, yeah. so it is, it, it is, it boils down to, uh, the concept of the place, whether they, they already have their regular. Uh, patrons there or not to be mm. able to say okay uh, this is purely ticket based because mm. you cannot okay. expect 100% of our own people especially yeah. like you know like, like if Alicia said you know I, want more. I have so many students but they cannot pay like say a few hundred bucks for, for, yeah. for a show yeah mm. yeah so because this happened with the DJs here a while back uh, from the generation which I started DJing, it's like, you know, you just hire, you come and spin, you go back, that's about it. Mm. Then came to a part that you got to have your own clientele, your own list of people uh, in order for you to spin in a club and how popular are you, how many people, can patrons can you bring on board? Yep. Only then oh, you'll be hired for the club, that, which yeah. is which is a very bad thing. And uh, now it's like, you're not just the DJ, you're a marketer, you're a promoter, you're a PR person, you know, the mm. whole lot of lists. So I'm just afraid that might happen to the artists these days. So hopefully not, mm. let's hope for the best for that. Mm. Ladies, once again, thank you very, very much. You is the brand new single available on all streaming platforms. Music video, when can we expect it? Anytime soon? Uh, weeks, days, months? <laughs> uh, just keep smiling. Just keep smiling. Smile away, boys. Smile away. Have you started, started shooting or is it done? Or is it like, okay, how you want to shoot this? Huh? It's in the process. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just wait, just wait. Keep our yeah, fingers yeah, crossed for that. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much, ladies. It's an amazing track. Uh, don't forget, I'll share it on the website. Every single thing that you need to know about Digger Soul will be on the webpage. You can check it out. Don't forget to follow them on the social media page, which is on Instagram, Digger Soul, Facebook, Digger Soul, TikTok, Digger Soul, and uh, check out that. <laughs> now you don't disappear. <laughs> we need to put it as a meme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do that, man. Don't do that. Thank you very much, ladies. It's been a pleasure having you chatting with y'all after you. two years. Thank Hopefully, you can catch out your catch your next show in Bobo, where, right? Yes, Bobo. In Bangsa. 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 Yeah. When is this again? 15, 16, and 17 September. Oh, okay, okay. Got enough time to plan my, my schedule. So, thank you once again, ladies. Have a great week ahead. Right? Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye.